Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Uh, pardon me. Family, friends, and foes. And yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, family, uh, and evangelistic, devotional uh, service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 559. As you can probably tell, I just woke up from a nap and I'm in a different studio than normal. And here's where, dear friends, I read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. the present and the future. Today we are reading Psalm 72, 11 through 20. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, we thank you for this privilege to read your Holy Word, and I pray that you grant us all your energy your strength, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to comprehend it, and to understand it, 
and to obey it and to live by it and to apply it to our lives for your glory and praise and honor. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Psalm seventy two, eleven through twenty. A Psalm for Solomon. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him, all nations shall serve him. For he shall deliver the needy when he crieth the poor also, and him that hath no helper. He shall spare the poor and needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually and daily shall he be praised. There shall be an handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon and they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things, and blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. The prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I simply just thank you for the power of your holy word. I cannot explain it, and I don't think anybody else can, but it is the most beautiful, burning blessing that a man can receive outside of maybe salvation 
and salvation is what makes it the burning blessing that it is. And our knowledge of that salvation comes from your holy word, through your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So all I can say is thank you. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members worldwide, my beloved, Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International. With the scripture and the sense podcast episode number 976. Where I simply read the word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary. And or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly. and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my beloved, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened. And uh, saved from the wrath of God and saved from the eternal burning hell by truly believing in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray for his sake, Lord, save those who are lost. Bless the reading of your holy word and have it to continue to burn in our hearts and lives and bless our hearts and lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake. Amen.
Today, beloved, we're reading Malachi 3.5 And I will come near to you to judgment and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against false swearers and against those that oppress the hireling in his wages the widow and the fatherless and that turn aside the stranger from his right and fear not me saith the Lord of hosts Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3, 5. Now here is the sense of it. The Bible knowledge commentary uh, with, of course, the help of the Holy Ghost of God, the writer of the Bible. says the judgment of Israel will not be limited to Levites. It will include the whole nation. God will come near Israel for judgment. He will purge the nation of those who are involved in sorcery, adultery, perjury, depriving workers of their wages, oppressing widows and orphans and mistreating aliens. All those who do not fear him, all these crimes were prohibited in the Mosaic Law. God's removing these sinners from Israel will be his answer to the nation's question about his justice. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have your holy word to find a lodging place in our hearts and help us, Lord, to obey it and to live by it and apply it to our lives and to preach it and to preach your holy gospel. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we move down to uh, the family segment which we have dealt with in every service since the beginning the world hates it and even worldly people in the church hate it but it needs to be dealt with back in the old days when a pastor mentioned anything about family the deacons and the trustees would cry you're meddling now well, evidently, we needed somebody to meddle in our family mess. For most families are the Adams family at the house and the Brady Bunch uh, at church and in public. 
Today we're dealing with husbands for the second day as we do three days regarding every passage regarding each person in the family. God lovingly deals with every person in the family and he does not give, pardon me, he does not give suggestions. He does not uh, give advice. He gives commandments. God operates from a standpoint of actually telling you what to do. He gives commandments. And if you obey the commandments, things will work out fine. Wonderful. And he'll bless you tremendously. That's how our God rolls. He never gives advice or little tools or little keys that the sweet evangelical uh, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterians, and Charismatic people do. It's meaningless, by the way. You don't have to read anybody's book on marriage and family, but God's book. He's the one who created marriage. And what most pastors and Bible uh, teachers and uh, and uh, ministers and bishops do is when it comes down to marriage and family, <clears throat> they make it about what they do. <coughs> Pardon me. In their marriage and family, which is often, which is oftentimes totally compromised because most men believe that you ought to compromise with your wife. Let her have her way. Say, yes, ma'am. Uh, give me your honey-do list and I will do it. And I will, I will do everything in the world to, to do what you want done. Just to keep you quiet and to keep the peace between us. And to keep the peace, I will submit to you so that I can at least have sex with you once a month or something like that. It's just an, an arrangement. It's so sad and so pitiful. Nobody wants to talk about this. But we end up hearing about them in the funny papers. What do we read? They're divorced. They're separated. Nobody knows anything. They don't say anything. They go on like nothing ever happened. And the evangelical media machine continues to promote them because they're, they're good money. They're money or bad money at least. Anyway, uh, do it God's way. God's way may be the rough way for some people who are not saved uh, will find it rough. 
people who are saved will find it uh, wonderful. And let me say here that if you have a spouse that is not saved, my beloved, it is not going to work. If the husband is not saved and the wife is saved, um, she can, as the Bible says, be a good Christian and they can stay together. Or the wife is not saved and the husband is saved, they can stay together, like most marriages don't, if that's what the lost spouse wants to do. The, the saved spouse will have the capacity and the grace and the unconditional love to do it. He can make it work without compromising, or she can make it work without compromising the Word of God. Or being a doormat. But make sure that both parties are saved and they bring Jesus and joy and happiness to the table because two people like that can make it through anything. Ephesians 5.25 Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Commandment. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Commandment. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives, so ought men to love their wives, so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. That's a commandment. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. That's a fact. These are not suggestions. These are, are not um, little keys. Tools that you use to compromise the truth of God's Word. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord, the church, that is a fact which should come from the heart of a saved man who has God's unconditional agape love in his heart. You can't fake that love, by the way. Do you understand me? My beloved, you cannot fake that love. You can't fake God's love. And if you try to fake God's love, it's going to run out real fast, along with your patience. Even as the Lord the church, for we are members of his body, of his flesh and of his bones. That's a fact. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall be one flesh. That is a fact. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. So this is not coming from a man who is not married. Jesus Christ is married to the church. The church is married to him, so he knows what he's talking about, see. Uh, with that said for today, we'll 
resume this same passage tomorrow and dig down a little bit deeper. The Word of God is so rich you can dig down deeper and deeper and never get to the bottom. So let's pray for other families and others, even in prowless days for so many people, faithless days for so many people, and terrible days for so many people. Holy Father God, help us to pray and grant us your energy, your grace, your strength, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray. And we pray, Lord, for all families that don't know you as Savior, that they would come to know you as Savior. And we pray for all families that say that, that, that they are Christian families, but they don't act like it. Help them all to come to the truth, the knowledge of the truth, to obey your holy word in marriage so that they can have sweet success with your blessings. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving. Uh, Lord, around the world, in this country, in our communities, in our uh, churches and our families and, and in our individual lives. And Lord, I do pray that, Lord, uh, thank you for that thought. And um, Lord, I do pray uh, that you would indeed work in the lives of people who name the name of Christ and have mercy and grace upon all of us and forgive us from our sins of disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would help us to truly, those of us who are saved, to humble ourselves down to the ground, break us, make us, and mold us to be all that you would have us to be, and help us to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray for all government officials in this country and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ
we pray, Lord, uh, for all government ministers. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving and mourning. And we pray, Lord, for the government officials in Uvalde, in Buffalo, and around the world who are dealing with uh, tragic beyond tragic situations. Comfort these people as only you can and help them to do their jobs. And Lord, we pray uh, for persecuted Christians in this country and around the globe that you would protect them and provide for them and bless them and grant them your grace for their trying hours and even for their dying hours, if that be your will. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, for all of the millions of people hurting from the coronavirus plague and other uh, plagues, we pray now for the we pray that you would comfort them as only you can draw them to yourself but we also pray for a few by name we pray for the family and friends of ohio resident daryl j robinson senior we pray for the family and friends of virginia resident lethia compton smith we pray for the family and friends of montana veteran jerry robert olson we pray for the family and friends of nevada engineer dan perezini we pray for the family and friends of Montana Pastor Kenneth James Ross. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and uh, in ours. We also pray for all of the thousands who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Hear and answer their prayers and hear and answer our prayers for them. And Lord, we pray for salvation in spiritual, family, and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And we pray, Lord, for some by name. We pray for and pray with Pastor Bashibi. And we praise you with Pastor Bashibi and his ministry. Thank you for the souls saved and people healed and delivered at their church meetings. Please guide Robert on whether to partner with the Rotary Club, Bungoma, Kenya. Please bless Mel Melanie's doctor's appointment and heal Timothy completely. Please bless them with a water well Enable them to register church properties with the government. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. And bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. We pray, Lord, for Maris, for Jason, Michelle, and their families to get saved, restore their relationships with Tekla and uh, Ameris and help them to follow your direction. We pray for Frank, help him to stay focused on you 
and stay in the word and help us all Lord to do that for sure and Lord we pray for the people who have gotten saved through this ministry uh, Gospelite House of Prayer Gospelite uh, Society Evangelistic Ministry around the world thank you for using Lord wretches like us to proclaim your holy gospel because the salvation comes through hearing your holy gospel and by the power of your Holy Spirit we get no credit we take no credit we cannot uh, expect any credit because it's all you it's for your glory praise and honor you did it all you paid it all and those of us who are saved uh, say a humble thank you and Lord we pray for Sim Simja Dennis who got saved recently we pray for Bentingo, Edna, Peter, Marga all of those who have gotten saved recently we also pray Lord for the people who have recommitted their lives to you Lord we pray for each and every one and uh, uh, Lord you know who they are for let's see we pray for Aditola Virginia Sheridan Nathaniel and Emmanuel we commit these souls into your hands let your will be done in their lives now, Lord, I pray that you bless and anoint the service to follow today. Grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your holy word once again. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ, should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. 
Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9 uh, and this is what the book title is based on I am the door Jesus Christ said by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture ladies and gentlemen until next time may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer 